Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zeli Grubenstein, Zafir Tzalek Levracha. Essay 11, Perspective on Money, Shah Habitachim Introduction. We learned that the Kaddish Baruch Hu's Hanhaga approach with you is dependent on the degree of your reliance only on him. We also talked about how the alchemist is outdone by the Baal Bitachon. Chobos Halvavos now talks about physical, emotional, and spiritual benefits of Bitachon. The Boteach learns to be free of headaches, worries, ulcers, and high blood pressure, and also has spiritual benefits in that he becomes an Ovid Hashem, a true servant of Hashem. He is liberated to live life according to his ideals. Appointee, Chobos Halvavos. The Baal Bitachon gives charity with his money because he is not afraid and worried about the future. If he has money, he quickly uses it to fulfill his obligation to help others. If the Boteach has no money, he is convinced that this is a kindness of Hashem, and he is now free to financial obligations towards others. A person with money is filled with fear about making more, maintaining it, giving it away appropriately, and taking care of his own needs. Avos 2.7 states, the more property you have, the more worry. Thus, if one has no property, he has no worries. One of the Hasidim would pray to Hashem, God, please save me from being scattered. Meaning, I don't want properties everywhere which will make my mind fragmented. Thus, one who is both Teach and Hashem gets the benefit of security because he gets his daily needs fulfilled without having to worry about watching over his wealth. As Shlomo states, the rich man's property prevents him from sleeping. Koheles 5.11 Ravasher How many rich people do you know who live carefree? Many of them are always worried about losing their money. Many are concerned about their own safety and the safety of their families. They don't know whom they could trust and who is only pretending to be their friend because of their financial holdings. Chovos Halvavos the Boteach is blessed in that his money does not stop him from relying on Hashem. Ravasher. Just as Mesiel Sisharim, chapter 1, says, quote, All situations are a challenge for a person. Osher, wealth, on the one hand, is distracting, and Oni, being destitute, is a challenge. End quote. If you were to ask me which is more difficult, my experience has shown me that the Nisayan of wealth is very difficult to pass, perhaps even more than poverty. This can be argued, but either way, the Boteach puts his trust in Hashem, knowing that Hashem will take care of him and give him exactly what he needs. The altar of Nevardic, Rav Yosef Yosel Horowitz, 1847-1919, through 1919, did not feel that his Talmudim would be able to withstand the challenge of wealth. So he gave them a bracha gedola admahud, a magnificent blessing, that all of his Talmudim, until the end of their days, should be poor and not have the test of money. This is why no one today is willing to be a Nevardiker. They are mavater on this big bracha that he gave. But many people get this bracha without being a Talmud. And we need to learn how to serve Hashem from whatever financial situation he puts us in. The altar himself gave up his own lucrative garment business to dedicate himself solely to Torah. When his Talmud, Rav Yol Baramchik, opened up a store, he blessed him that a fire should destroy his merchandise so that he could return to full-time learning. When Rav Yerucham Warftig left his position as a Rebbe in Nevardic to open a business, the altar blessed him that he should fail and be forced to return to learning and teaching. This was how he blessed all of his students, and the blessings often came true. See Tenuas HaMusser, Volume 4, page 199. If Hashem gives you money, it is to be seen as a collateral, which Hashem provides you with. If Hashem gives you money, it is to be seen as a collateral, which Hashem provides you with, to use for specific conditions, for specific goals, for a specific amount of time. Don't go around telling people, I am so great because of my charity. Rather, you must see yourself as the bank teller who gives out money, which does not belong to you. Ravasher, I'll never forget, when I was a little boy, I was collecting money for Pilim. I rode around Far Rockaway on my bike at age 11, and most people gave me a quarter. This was a standard donation of a time. 
I went to one rich person's house and he gave me $15. That was a small fortune back then. $15 in 1953 is equal to about 140 in 2016. I looked at him in shock. He said to me with a smile, what's your surprise? When you go into a bank and fail to withdrawal slip, they give you exactly what you asked for. Hashem blessed me with money. It's not mine. I am simply the teller who must give it out to those in need. You came to my house collecting for a worthy cause. So you have nothing to be surprised about. This is an accurate perspective, and I wish we had more people like him. It made a great impact on me. He must have learned Sharbi Telchon, because that is the exact point stated here. That man lived it. Editor's note. See Matnas Chalko, Sharbi Telchon, page 119, who states the same point through a powerful parable. Two paupers named Reuven and Shimon lived next door to each other. They knew of each other's plight and always tried to help out one another. One day, a rich relative of Reuven came to visit him and gave him $1,000 to help him get on his feet. When Shimon heard about this, he asked Reuven if he could please share the money with him. Reuven was uncomfortable with the idea. This is my money, and it was given to me. Reuven felt possessive and was unable to share. Now, imagine if Reuven's relative would have left instructions. I see that you and your neighbor Shimon are living in abject poverty. Here is $1,000. Please keep $800 for yourself and give Shimon $200 to help him out. Reuven would have been more happy to share. In that case, he wouldn't have seen himself as the owner of the money. Rather, he would simply have been fulfilling the instructions. This is exactly the point of Cholos Halvavos. Hashem gives us money, not only for our sakes, but for us to share with others. We are treasurers whose job it is to give it out to those in need. The issue becomes when we see ourselves as owning the money personally. That is when we try to keep it all ourselves and have trouble parting with it. Cholos Halvavos. One who has money thanks Hashem for making him a messenger to grant kindness to others. If he loses all his money, which would normally cause people to react with devastation, the Balbi Tachun thanks Hashem, who now took back his Pikadon collateral, just as he thanked Hashem for giving him the wealth in the first place. He does not look with jealousy towards others who still have their money. Rabasher. Normally, if someone loses money, he has a negative view towards others' money, hoping that they too will lose their wealth. This is why Chobos Avavos concludes that Aboteach has no jealousy, when you truly and deeply trust in Hashem, you fully accept the decrees of Hashem, and this doesn't taint your perspective towards others. You understand that each person is granted his or her individualized needs from Hashem. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara Bitochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring Bitochen to life, based on Mishurim, a Rav Asher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveheres.com.